I'm Palmer Payne, WNEW News, on the Radio Theater. Sears Radio Theater, a new adventure in radio listening. Brought to you five nights a week by Sears Roebuck and Company. Sears, where America shops. Our story, Leaving Cheyenne, by Percy Granger. Our stars, John Daner and Don Johnson. Sears Radio Theater will return after this message from your local station. Two miles now. Sure wish I'd started this about 20 years ago. Take it easy, Pugsley. Hi, Mr. Kessler. Hello, kids. Say hello, Pugsley. Okay, about four more blocks and we're home. Time to sprint. Let's go, Pugsley. Over a year ago, Tom Kessler had a heart attack. He never misses his nightly run these days. But before his heart attack, the most exercise Tom got was pushing a pool cue. Regular exercise alone won't guarantee that you'll never have a heart attack, but it will increase your blood flow, relax you, make you feel better. Don't wait until you've had a heart attack to start exercising. See your doctor this week, and the two of you can come up with an exercise program that's right for you. For more information, contact your American Heart Association. We're fighting for your life. Here's your chance to make someone's dream come true for Valentine's Day. Put their name and lights on Broadway. On New York's most exciting light display, Spectacolor. For only $25, your message can blaze over Broadway. Tell her you love her. Ask him to marry you. Call 221-6938 for details. That's 221-6938. For a few extra dollars, they'll even take a picture of your message. So call Spectacolor, 221-6938 now. And light up someone's life. Hi, I'm Bill St. James, and although January is gone, our salutes to women will continue. On my show from 1 to 4, each Wednesday will be Women's Day. We'll pay tribute to a woman in the WNEW area nominated by a listener. We'll acquaint you with our winner's accomplishments, plus award $100 to our Woman of the Day and to the person nominating her. Our mail response during January was so fantastic, we got a little backed up. So listen Wednesday afternoons for Women's Day on the Bill St. James Show right here. This is Lorne Green. Imagine a desolate prairie. I mean, really desolate. A few wisps of sagebrush tumble by. A bit of dust is lifted off the unyielding earth and carried toward the razor-flat horizon by a hollow wind. In the distance, a few outcroppings of rock. Mesas that appear to be maybe an hour's ride away. You could ride for two days and they'd still look an hour's ride away. Or maybe you'd only been in the saddle a few hours and it just seemed like two days. Out here, time is just another mirage. Out here, the seasons don't show. Out here, a man could get lost in plain sight. As the sun drops from sight and the wind turns cold, two small figures cut an aimless track across the unmarked land. And later in the darkness, a single light flickers from a campfire made from buffalo chips and corralled sagebrush. Two figures huddle close to its meager warmth. Their horses hobbled nearby. 
Maybe they, too, are only a mirage. And that's only the beginning of our story. When I need advice, I go to my mom. Why not? It's free. Now that I'm married and moving into a new house, I want all the advice I can get. So when mom says shop Sears, I listen. You should. Sears is a great help on those big items you'll need for your new home. Major appliances like washers, dryers, and refrigerators. They'll deliver, install, and service. I always depend on Sears. You should, too. Sears, 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 where America shops. Generations ago, families dined by the warmth of the open hearth. Today, Sears rekindles this spirit with its open hearth dining room furniture. Faithfully rendered early American designs and careful workmanship give it an heirloom quality. The satin glow and warm highlighting of Sears open hearth take 26 steps to achieve. There's no shorter method to bring out the beauty of the wood. And like all good furniture, open hearth is made to last for a long time with sturdy tongue and groove and mortise and tenon construction. Choose from 16 different pieces of open hearth at most Sears retail stores. This spring for women, the fashion place at Sears suggests these up-to-date separates. They're comfortably casual, yet dressy and light-hearted enough to go anywhere this spring. Margaret mixes Sears texture blazer and the small collar striped shirt with trousers, while Wendy wears a shawl collar blouse and the slim-down dirndl skirt. Color coordinated, these great-looking separates will come together beautifully for you. Spring's mixable, matchable, up-to-date separates. Get them at most larger Sears retail stores. One Valentine's Day I'll never forget is the time I received a diamond. There's nothing quite like diamonds for expressing love, and now there's no better time to buy them for your love. Now, at most Sears retail stores, all tradition diamond jewelry up to one carat is 20% off till February 24th. That's 20% off diamond solitaires, pendants, earrings, bracelets, stick pins, and fashion rings. So give her a diamond from Sears, and she'll remember this Valentine's Day forever. Dates may vary in Alaska and Hawaii. Hours have passed. It's still dark, and the two men still sit by the fire, which now burns low. Look at all them stars. Wouldn't know there was any towns ever, anywhere. What happened back there anyways, Potluck? I recollect sitting there with that lady, and the next thing I knowed, I was just about to connect with that dude's jaw. And then suddenly you was there. And then he said something and you lost your temper. Is that right? I ain't never seen you do that before. But he hit you, yeah. And then we was hightailing it with that whole saloon after his matter in a hornet's nest. I guess we must have caused a stir, huh? Yeah. We caused a bona fide ruckus. It's a some gun, ain't it, Potluck? Brand new Colt. All them stars sitting up there like sitting ducks. Twinkling. Just waiting to have their lamps blowed out. Yes, sir. Your twinkling days are over, Star. Like shooting fish in a bear. Hey, hey, look at there. Uh, what? Look at what? Shooting Star, up there. 
practically scared a leak in my water tank. Well, with some decks shy a joker, that's certain. I can't keep the conversation going by myself, you know. You sitting there with your back to me. Usually can't shut you up. Yeah, you let the fire go almost out, Ross. I mean, even the cattle make noise once in a while. This hour before the dawn is the coldest part of the night. What are you doing over there by yourself anyway? No heat left in these coals. Gonna need some more brush. Not me. I ain't going out there. Damn prairie. Have we got any more of that calomel? Sure is quiet without them cows. Fetch me the calomel, will you, Ross? Ain't no crickets either. That ain't natural, no sounds at all. Sure makes it more than just dark. Calomel. First quinine, now calomel. All you need to make you a cripple's a fistful of pencils. Catch. Potluck. Huh? Here. Oh. Have to lean you up against the wall to spit. Thanks. I miss them cows. The cows is sold, Ross. They're sold, and we've been paid off. I need some more smoke. Hey, go easy on that stuff. I got a headache. Well, loco weed's about the worst thing you can take. Just uh, expands it. Okay. Someday you're going to stun yourself right into oblivion with that stuff. I said okay. What's oblivion? Who knows? And put that gun away if you ain't feeling well. It ain't a gun. It's a colt. In your hands, it's just a gun. <laughs> Only a hash-slinging cook would call it just a gun. It's a colt. You want to see the hallmark? I don't know why you wasted all your money on it anyways. I had to. That dumb horse stepped on my old one. If your head's bothering you, brew some bark tea. Yeah. We ain't got no more bark tea, potluck. Cuidado. What? My name is not potluck. It's Samuel. <laughs> got you to turn around. Huh? <laughs> so you did. Score one for my easy brilliance over your plot and reason. <laughs> Good work, kid. <laughs> you want some coffee? Samuel? Oh, that's hot. Hey, potluck. I ain't your personal flunky, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'll take some coffee if it'll shut you up. Well, you better watch it. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Clumsy jackass. <laughs> Well, how's my coffee? Well, I never knowed there was more than one kind. You sure spiked that notion. You gonna teach me how to make it right, Potluck? Samuel. Samuel? How come you're putting on airs all of a sudden? I ain't putting on airs. That's my name. Well, it's a dumb name. On the trail, you is always Potluck. We ain't on the trail no more. I don't see what difference that makes. Hey... What the heck is my pot doing in them coals? Keeping warm. That's my pot. Ah. You'd ruin it that way. It's only a pot. It can't get hurt. It's my pot. You never put a pot directly on the coals. Get your own pot. I don't have a pot. Well, get one. For Pete's sake. I'm sorry. Lazy. It was just easier than building up the fire. Good for nothing, kid. Oh, damn. Yeah. Seam squirrels. Hey, Sam. How's your lice? Why is it such an effort for you to be sociable tonight? I'm ruminating. What's that? It means thinking, Ross. Oh. 
What are you thinking about? How the heck should I know? You was with that outfit a long time, wasn't you? Ooh, ooh I guess. Charlie Maxwell was a good fellow to work for. He was to ride the river with, that's for sure. Well, I say it's good riddance to all of them. How about a game of cards? Oh, now, it must be four o'clock in the morning, Ross. The sun will be up in another hour. Ah, oh, come on. Rummy? Go fish? Ball in the jack? I'll even play cabbage with you if you want. Cribbage. Huh? The game's called cribbage, not cabbage. I knew that. Cabbage you eat, cribbage you play. All right, don't rag me. It's a bluebellies game anyways. Oh, tonight ain't like you at all. You're about as much company as a sore fanny. Why are you wearing your chin on your instep? What's bothering you? You. Now, how can I bother you? Pals don't bother each other. They, they talk to each other. But you're sitting over there about as noisy as a cactus. And whose fault is that? I ain't the one that hit you. All right. Come here. What's the matter? Come here. Come here. Come on, nice. All right, sit down. Just so, facing me. Now, closer. Cro cross your legs. Now, closer. Like like this? If there's a germ on my knees, squash him. That's how close. Now, hunker down. Why? Hunker. You're so determined to air your lungs, we'll have us an arguing match. Of what? Oh, Moses, you don't know sick'em. When I give go... You set your tongue riding easy as a horse fly in the mule's ear and go for broke. First person to run out of words gets the drinks. We ain't got no drinks. Now, get down, get down. Ready? Uh, go! <laughs> Powder River, let her buck. I'm wild and woolly and full of fleas, and I've never been curried below my knees. Huh? I've got hoof and mouth disease, and I'm cutting loose. I got fat on my tongue, needs working off. So if you don't want grease on your tonsils, shut your mouth. What in the heck? Come on, you full-eared calf. Come on. I'm a wolf, and it's my night to howl. I'm going from soda to hock, sweeping the desert and scalping the hills, blowing the chin fuzz off on a hobble-tongued rat-tailed punk kid who couldn't hit the ground with his hat in three throws. That is you. I'm raising hell and putting a chunk under it. And you're still swapping ends like a hogback bronc looking for a dog to kick. I'm chinning the moon. And you're sitting lame as a pudding-footed fildoodle, checking his shadow to see if he's dressed quick enough to snare a pot-bellied bar girl. All right. I ain't pudding-footed either. Take three bullets to knock someone off feet like yours. Have to use barrel hoops for stirrups. Congratulations. You just lost your first arguing match. Now, maybe we can have some peace. Well, you rancid left-handed old parallelogram. Ah, uh, that's my own private cuss. Strictly cold deck. Well, <laughs> it's encouraging to know I can still cram grammar when I'm shouldered to it. Only a fool argues with a skunk or a cook. I could have kept going, too, just just getting behind my steam if it weren't for this sore old jaw. Just to be able to cuss ten minutes straight and not repeat myself. Twenty minutes if I mixed in the brags. Only one person who could outdiction me was my wife. She always had to lead when the tongues give out. I didn't know you was married. Well... You okay? 
That guy in the saloon really caught you a good one, didn't he? I just let it pass. Well, don't fret. Because that's just an old has-been cow town. That guy was a dude, didn't know dung from wild honey. And I'll take him easy tomorrow. You'll what? When I go back to settle the score. I just forget it. I ain't forgetting it. Well, you ain't going back there, so just put it out of your mind. All right, now, where's that coffee? He insulted me and he hit you. It's a question of honor, that's all. Yeah. Hey, what are you throwing out yeah. my coffee? Why don't you go back to sleep, Ross? You make me nervous. Heck, potluck. Samuel. What kind of a man am I if I let some dude get away with hitting the guy that's been like a... been like a paw to me? I ain't neither. I ain't your paw. I ain't nothing to you. You got that? We're off the trail now. The drive's over. There ain't nothing more I can learn you. And your concerns ain't of no interest to me. Since the shank of yesterday afternoon, my ears has grown a second layer of skin. You got that, Ross? I just don't hear you. Sears, where America shops, invites you to apply for the Sears credit card. It gives you credit in over 3,600 Sears stores coast to coast. Whether you live or travel in any of the 50 states, there's a Sears store where you can shop for what you need for your family, home, or car. You can apply for the Sears credit card at any Sears store or by calling this toll-free number now. Call 800-526-0444. That's 800-526-0444. New Jersey residents call 800-652-2777. Hey, look, in here, inside this stylish man's dress shirt. I'm a Sears Value dress shirt label just popping with pride because Sears Value dress shirts are sure to be popular for a number of reasons. They have fashion spread collars, coming classic patterns and solids in short and long sleeves. You'll appreciate the permapressed polyester or polyester cotton blends for easy care, plus at low value prices, what a buy! Just look for me, the Value dress shirt label at Sears Men's Store, where style, sense, and satisfaction combine to label me right for you. Show how much you care this Valentine's Day with a gift of gold from the jewelry store at Sears. Take advantage of Sears' extensive collection of value-priced Italian 14-carat gold. Choose from dazzling serpentine neck chains in many popular lengths, or matching bracelets and earrings for a total look of elegance. All feminine and flattering, just the thing to make her feel as good as gold. Stop in the jewelry store at Sears for something she'll find as irresistible as you. Now at most Sears retail stores. It's enjoyable to think about your favorite things and even more enjoyable to wear your favorite sportswear from Sears. Like the shirt, teamed with pants that fit. The shirt is a permapressed Easy Care polyester knit in a choice of prints and solid colors. And a comfortable, flattering fit is yours with pants that fit. These polyester knit permapressed pull-on pants are proportioned for tiny, typical, or tall gals in splendid solid shades to match the shirt. Give a boost to your wardrobe in the sportswear department at most larger Sears retail stores. Two men, alone in wilderness country, their fire keeping the darkness away. The older man recognizes the young man's uneasiness. I just want to be alone. We're alone. Ross... I ain't a cook no more, and you ain't a wrangler. We're just a couple of out-of-work bums in the middle of nowhere. 
And when dawn comes, you'll go your way, and I'll go mine. I... I, I ain't got much money left, Potluck. This gun. This new Colt. I don't know if I was overcharged or underpaid or... Well, you wasn't underpaid, I can tell you that right now. Oh, my head's getting worse. Feels like I got a fever blister on my brain. Well, here, uh, look at here. Lie down. Now put a cold scarf on the base of your skull. If I'd have just laid that dude right out, you wouldn't have been cold cocked, and we could have just been on our way tomorrow to wherever we'll go with, with no hard feelings. I ain't got no hard feelings. Uh, come on now, lean forward. It was my fight anyway. You oughtn't to have butted in. Ross, our outfit left yesterday morning. We was all alone there. If I hadn't put a stop to it, they'd have had to scrape your remains into a tin filled with alcohol. It was between me and that guy. They wouldn't have interfered. Smarten up, Ross. You don't have to keep putting your finger up my nose every time it runs. I can look after myself. I mean, what do you suppose that lady thinks of me anyways? What lady? The, the one I was with at the table. There weren't no lady at that table, Ross. There wasn't? Yes, there was. She wasn't no lady. Yep, there was, and she was at my table. That's all I know. And that dude was trying to cut in. She tried stopping him, and he slapped her. And I was all set to slug him when you stumbled over. And you was drunk. I was not. Well, you practically fell on my fist. I was acting drunk. I've done enough meddling in my life to know it's best done pretending. You're either drunk or crazy or don't know the language. Now... Calm down, kid. I am calm. Oh, you're touchy as a teased snake. Well, well, you don't have to use that word. What word? Kid. You kept calling me kid in front of all those people. Oh, well, he was older than you. Well, he was younger than you. Yeah, that's true. Well, he was less older than me than he was younger than you. How's a man supposed to keep his self-respect if his, if his pal keeps calling him kid? Well, kid is not such a bad name. A lot of good men were called kid. There was a captain... That's not the same thing. And Billy the... You just don't listen to me, do you? That's your problem. Look, Ross, I come into that brawl and saved your neck. You didn't save my neck. There was a hundred men in there just itching to sweat the steer out of us. Boy, they loved to see all us cowpokes ride in, weighing our own bulk plus payday. But, Lord, you better not be the last to leave after the money's changed pockets. I get myself hit by some jerk I don't even know. Tells me if he sees me around there again, he's going to give me a pill I can't digest. Gets the whole town after us, and while I'm sitting here, still catching my breath and feeling the age in my bones, you're worried about semantics. About what? Words, honor, self-respect. They ain't words. They're important. Yeah, and so's our lives. We could have gotten killed in there. So? Yeah, there are two things a man's got to be careful how he picks. Listen, Pot. His friends and his quarrels. Potluck. But you don't never learn nothing. Pot. You're the same dumbass kid who come to our outfit six months ago. You sit there, puffing that loco weed and diddling your new gun, and I could get myself a breakfast of smoking hogs this morning over nothing. Potluck! It ain't over nothing! I am going to worry about you, Ross. You got a habit of using your gun when your mouth gives up on you. Boy, you sure don't look like the potluck I know. Will you? You leave me alone. You look really old. You know that? I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. 
Gotta admit, it's a switch, Ross. Usually it's the old fools get their fighting done for them. It's getting cold. I don't think it's ever going to be warm again. Maybe it was a mistake. What? Quitting the outfit. Uh, we'll find work next season. Well, That's one thing. There's always plenty of work. I don't know. Charlie asked me why I chose this year to quit, and I, I couldn't give him a reason. I'd cooked for his outfits for more than ten years, and I, I couldn't give him a reason. He was friend enough not to press it, but I could see it in his eyes that he knew. And I've been trying to figure it out. What? We had a good drive this year. No stampedes. Hardly lost a head. 1868 now. That was a bad year. That was my first season as a cook. I, I, had, a, I had a natural instinct for socializing, and I could take criticism. So it was just natural I become a cook. But I never thought it would last this long. No, sir, 1868 was a bad year. A Chinook come down out of the Montana mountains that winter, brung the worst snows and caused the worst die-up amongst the cattle there ever was. Open-range grazing ended that year, too, because the, the rustling had gotten so bad. They'd taken to splitting the calves' tongues to keep the little critters from nursing. It was just about the cruelest doggone thing I'd ever seen. It wasn't just the weather that year. Blood was running cold, too. The cattle started to drive lean and finished leaner. And by the time we got to Abilene, nearly half the herd was gone. Hardly enough to pay between us to do one night's damage. And we, we, we all figured it was the end. The drive's only been on since the war, you see, uh, three years. And we thought the era was finished. And that was, uh, uh what, now, 19 years ago. <laughs> no, this year was an easy run. Best drive on record. Biggest herds. The weather was good. The Indians is all stuck away on reservations, and the grass was so thick I didn't have to fret strays poking the chuck wagon for snacks. But this year, it's the end. The government's given out the last of the homestead lands, you see, and we was moving that herd like a checker piece, dodging fences and towns that a year ago wasn't even there. Took us three weeks longer. Now... They're building a railroad south. Oh, I reckon I do know why I quit. The end is here. And I don't want to stay around to see it. Ross? Ross? Hmm? Huh? You fall asleep. I don't know. You, you let the fire go out. Used to be just about this time I'd be lighting it. Well, it was time to quit. I'll bet if you hadn't have quit, Mr. Maxwell would never have fired me. Ross, no wrangler's got a snowball's chance in hell of being kept on if he loses the trail boss's best cutting horse. He was an old fiddle-headed mount. Wranglers usually learn more about their horses than that. Well, I wasn't a wrangler, no how. I was signed on as a regular hand till Pokey quit. Wasn't it better than riding drag? It's the principle. Well, most of the good cowpunchers start out as wranglers. Well, I didn't. That dumb nag step on my gun. He was an old fiddle-headed mountain, so 
Well, so is that trail boss. Hey, don't you cut mouth Charles Maxwell. I took your part at times because I was cook, and that's what I was there for. But don't you ever cut mouth Charlie again. You would have quit anyways. Yeah, well, how they expect one man supposed to handle 70 horses anyways? Oh, times used to be when it was more than 100. You, <laughs> you never knew how rough it could be. You mean you only took my part because it was your job? The Wranglers was my responsibility. Sometimes I had to go a ways, but you, you was just about the longest reach I ever had. Didn't I do all right by you? Oh, I guess you weren't that bad. A couple of spectacular blunders, but you weren't that bad. Well, hey, there's the first light. Yeah. Uh, my hand's stiff, damned arthritis. I wish we hadn't riled up that whole town, so... Uh, don't worry. I'm going to be right with you this morning. We'll wrestle the skunk out of that hombre spine, and this time leave at our own pace. Hey, will you let that pass? I'll bet the last thing he expects is to see us again. Ross, will you settle down? I'm a cook, not a gunfighter. The only thing I ever used my gun for was to float it on the coffee each morning to make sure it was strong enough. What's that supposed to mean? It means that at my age, any sure fight I can sweat into a near miss, I will. You mean you ain't... No, I ain't. But what about... Honor? Yeah. Pride? Yeah. Dignity? Yeah. Self-respect? Yeah. Sorry, it ain't worth it. You can't say that. Just did. Ain't all those put together worth my face, and that face I mean to save in the strictest anatomical sense of the word. Are you just trying to get my goat? <sighs> I can smell winter coming already. Are you being serious or not? I'm being serious. But that guy hit you. Will you quit rubbing that in? All right. What do you propose we do? Just ride on. Ride on where? West. Ride on. Just, just ride on. Just, and, and what do we do when we get to the Pacific Ocean? You ride on. I ain't going. Huh? I got a score to settle and I can do it myself. No, you can't. Yes, I can. It was my fight anyway. I don't need you chewing my cud for me anymore. You ain't never been in a gunfight in your life. He'd kill you. So, it's time I took care of myself. I'll drink to that. I ain't gonna ride on the rest of my life knowing there's a whole town somewhere that's laughing at me behind my back. It ain't important, Ross. Yes, it is. No, it ain't. Yes, it is. Quit pushing me, Ross. I ain't pushing you. You're pushing me. You've been pushing me all night. No, you're pushing me. No, I ain't. Yes, you are. No, I ain't. I got a gun here that says you are. Potluck. What are you, what are you doing? I've had just about all I'm going to take from you, Ross. Potluck. There's only one way to settle this. Sears Radio Theater will return after this message from your local station. What if you went off to college and found that you were different from everyone else? And everything was designed for them, not for you. Suppose you went to the library and all the books you needed were in Braille. And you were the only one who couldn't read. You'd feel left out, wouldn't you? And what if you went to class and found that there were no chairs because all the other students rolled in with their own wheelchairs? 
Suppose one of your professors gave his lectures talking with his hands, only his hands, and everyone understood sign language except you. You'd think it wasn't fair. Well, that's how handicapped people feel now when they go to college and find extra handicaps. But things are changing, and we have free information that can help. Write Closer Look, Box 1492, Washington, D.C., 20013. A public service message on behalf of the United States Office of Education. Listen with your heart and you'll hear more than words. Grandma? Yes, sweetheart? Did my mother ever do anything bad? Well, what do you mean? Did she always clean up her room? Listen with your heart and you'll hear love. Seems to me I had to remind her to clean up her room on occasion. Sometimes I forget too. Well, everyone forgets once in a while. Listen with your heart and start to my mom loved Jimmy more than me. <laughs> no. No, your mother used to ask me that about her brother. Really? Listen with your heart and you'll hear love. You remind me an awful lot of your mother when she was a little girl. Listening, caring, and sharing. That's what understanding is all about. Listen with your heart and you'll hear love. From the Mormons, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Lorne Green again, and here's the concluding act of Leaving Cheyenne. Potluck, watch out with that gun. You... You, you fired at me. You, you could have hit me. Shut up, Ross. I'm tired of listening to you. What? I said shut up. Wait a minute. Quit it! You're gonna shut up? What? I said shut up. What are you doing? This time I'm aiming right at your gut. Now throw down your gun. Throw it down. All right. There. That was a dumb move, Ross. You should have kept it. But you just told me that... A man oughtn't ever to let go his gun. What in the... What's got into you? Hey, what are, what are you doing? I just threw mine down, Potluck. Come on now. Come on, cut it out. You ain't behaving normal. You gonna, you gonna shoot me? What for? How many times I told you not to call me Potluck no more? Well, that ain't no reason to shoot someone, especially if he's your friend. That don't make no difference, kid. Quit calling me kid! You gonna apologize? No. Apologize. You'd shoot an unarmed man. I ain't got no respect for you at all. I don't give a good gall dang what you got. I'm gonna blow the goobers off in your vine. Yeah? Well, shoot me and get it over with. I ain't apologizing. Potluck. Right between the... Yeah. I moved the cylinder back, Ross. Okay, so you proved it. You proved you ain't afraid to die. So now you can forget about that fight. Uh, how'd I ever end up out here with you? You'd let the only guy you know kill you for name-calling. Well, that's dumb checkers, Ross. You ain't the only guy I know. Name another. There. 
That's what you ought to be shot for, making coffee like that. And that'd make more sense than getting killed over some knock-around tart in a saloon. Lady. Huh? She was a lady. She was for sale, Ross. She was dressed up like a sore toe. Do I have to put a knot in your skull that it sweat a rat to run around? It was the bulge in your back pocket she was after. I know that. Well, if you knew it then, what... I just paid her when that guy come over. Oh, and you didn't want to lose your investment. I was sure going to do something. Oh, money. That's what everything's boiling down to now, isn't it? The only thing got any value anymore, money. Self-respect, hell. Scratch a man today, and you find scrip. You grousing more about your pay than trying to do your job right and learn something you could be proud of. What's proud about being low man on the totem pole? Well, a wrangler may be low man on the totem pole, but he can learn things about horses that few other men know. And he can use that knowledge to work his way up. Because men will respect it. You find pride where you put it. Same with honor. A man's self-respect don't by nature extend to the tarts he sleeps with. And certainly don't extend to the tarts he don't sleep with. But he hit her. What was I supposed to do, stand by and let him do that? Ross, she signaled that man to come over. So? What? It was a setup. The whole thing was a setup. They get your money and then get you so riled so you kick up a row and then they give you the bum's rush. It's the oldest trick in the book. You mean... You mean they... Well, that damn... Uh, Ross... Listen, I should have... Uh, Ross... Who's she think I am, well, anyway? Listen, listen to me, will you? Will you listen? That's really something, isn't it? That's really... Boy... There's no way you can get even, so don't even think about it. You try, and you'll end up in jail for assault. And then what'll they do? Fine you. Money. That's just about the lowest. That's why the trail is closing down. Money. You can't play stud if the house is dealing blackjack, Ross. That's just... Chalk it up to experience. Oh, that's really... Ross. I don't need no experience like that. I can get along without that just fine. He probably wouldn't even fight with you anyways. Why should he? He's got his money. My money! They were in cahoots the whole time. Yeah. And you saw it. You saw the whole thing. I'll be damned. I really will. I'll be... I'll... Ross, it works every time, because they know our moves. As soon as we fly off the handle, they've got us for whatever they want to take us for. And the day our paws strap gun belts round our waists, we're just like hound dogs with collars on. Hound dogs to the coons of pride and honor. Well, them's just chips on the shoulder, Ross. Cow chips. Stink to high heaven and weigh a ton. On the trail, them words did mean something. A man's responsibilities was clear-cut, and his loyalties was obvious. And them words meant enough we never had to use them. It was only when we rode into town that we become, we become self-conscious, and our code become nothing more than just waiting for somebody to insult us. We was cowpokes, but them town folk didn't see nothing but suckers. They even rumors that guys like us ain't all men. How do you contend with that, huh? You lose, and you're dead. You win, and they say, pretty good shot for half a man. So? So, 
You pick your friends right and pay cash with the rest. Hmm. It's dawn now for sure. There's the sun. I'm getting my gear packed up and then I reckon I'm off. Can't can't we go together? Well, I'm sure you got plans that don't include an old man like me. No. Uh no, I ain't got no particular place. I just kind of figured that we'd I mean, wherever you want to go is fine by me. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Where were you thinking of heading? Don't matter. What about West? Well, I think I'll go south. Well, that's okay. Yeah, I just want a warm corner, Ross. Sure. Let's go. Uh, Ross, eh, I got some business to attend to. Well, that's okay. It's kind of personal. What is it? Well, I, I, I got to go back to that town. Back to... Why? Uh, it's it's nothing. I uh, potluck. Uh, uh, some some guy stole my frying pan. Huh? While while we was in that deadfall saloon, someone walked up to my horse and proceeded to get his frying pan mixed up with my frying pan, and in the confusion, forgot to leave either one of them. You're going back for that? Well, I told you it was just personal. You'd fight over a frying pan. I just want it back. Why don't you just buy another? I don't feel like putting out money for another of something I already have one of. I'll give you the money. I want the one that stood by me for 19 years on the trail. You talk about it like it was a person. It was my partner. Well, okay. Ross, I won't need no help. But you're my friend. You just said that was the most important thing. Yeah, I I, I know, but... Uh, well, you, uh, you think more of your frying pan? Well, it's been with me longer, Ross. Well, jeez. Than... You pick your friends and they skip out on you. Take to the trail and it's closing down. Stay shy of towns, they're springing up like loco weeds. So what am I supposed to do? You'll manage. I'll manage? I'll manage... What the heck's that supposed to mean? Boy, you sure was right, mister. Your advice given days is over. You got the punch of a rubber spur. Don't you think I know that? It's like the time... I don't want to hear no more of your stories. Uh, Ain't none of it true anyway. I mean, anyone that thinks of a frying pan's more human than a person. How are you going to find a frying pan out of a whole town anyways? By acting crazy. Well, got my bindle packed. I'm going to saddle up. Uh, Samuel? Uh, I never knew you was married. Did I say I was? Yeah. Well, a long time ago to an old widow. Was she pretty? Got her out of a catalog. Is she still alive? I don't know. Think she's teaching school now somewhere north. Uh, Montana, maybe. You going to fetch her? Uh, no, no, it's too cold up there. Well, but if she's your wife... Ross. Ross. 
One of the best things about the old trail days was the way a stranger was respected. If he had a mind to tell you his business, you listen. And if he chose to remain silent and just have a cup of coffee, that was okay, too. And when two horsemen met on the prairie, they always exchanged a word or two. But when they rode on, it was considered impolite to uh, look back over your shoulder. America Shops invites you to apply for the Sears credit card. It gives you credit in over 3,600 Sears stores coast to coast. Whether you live or travel in any of the 50 states, there's a Sears store where you can shop for what you need for your family, home, or car. You can apply for the Sears credit card at any Sears store or by calling this toll-free number now. Call 800-526-0444. That's 800-526-0444. New Jersey residents call 800-652-2777. Eyes right, eyes left. Eyes will go from head to toe when you dress right dressing in the newest fashion attention getter. Sears salutes the military look with double-breasted short jackets, belted skirts, and narrow leg trousers with front pleats. All standing tall in navy or tan polyester and cotton twill. Junior sizes 5 to 13. So, march into most Sears larger retail stores and arm yourself with the latest military style. Who at ease. Nearly everyone at our party mentioned our new Sears Dream Supreme carpeting. Didn't anyone say anything about my rutabaga dip? Marvin said Dream Supreme looks so thick and luxurious. He loved its velvety soft plush pile. What about my rutabaga dip? Eloise adored the color. Of my rutabaga dip? I told her that avocado lime is just one of Dream Supreme's 20 lustrous colors, and when Doris heard that Dream Supreme is so reasonably priced and treated with Scotchgard brand fabric protector... Okay, what about my tuna fish upside down cake? Dream Supreme carpeting in most larger Sears retail stores. I sell draperies at Sears. Yesterday, a lady came in and said that she'd been in and out of about every store in town looking for draperies and at this point didn't know what she wanted anymore. I asked questions about her tastes and decor and then made suggestions. She was thrilled. She found what she wanted and learned a little too. It made me feel good to know that I helped her out. Sears people are friendly people who help you find what you want. Sears, 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 where America You've been listening to Sears Radio Theater, brought to you five nights a week by Sears Roebuck and Company. Sears, where America shops. Leavin' Cheyenne was written by Percy Granger, produced and directed by Fletcher Markle. Your host was Lorne Green. Our stars were John Daner and Don Johnson. The music for Sears Radio Theater was composed and conducted by Nelson Riddle. Art Gilmore speaking. The Elliott Lewis production of Sears Radio Theater is a presentation of CBI.